Hey, Holly. Hey, Jason. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Oh, so familiar. And I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment that you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. That is an amazing sentence. It's called direct TV stream and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports movies and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes. Has this ever happened to you? And no need to ever buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. Holy shit. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more. At learn direct- more at di- <laughs> okay, directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Direct TV. Dot com. Dot com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. So the two guys that you see at the beginning of the commercial, Ryan, they're immigrants, right? And I think they're I think they're Italian. Like it's never super specified, which is kind of weird because you wonder if they're like automatically hopping on the Olive Garden thing, but they're they're coming to America. It's like a like a kind of like a TikTok romance thing. They're coming to America and they stow away on this giant boat. Okay. Okay. And in the boat are you like you like swoop through and you meet a whole bunch of characters. Um, there's this. I can't like, tell if she's fucking with me. What do you mean? No, I, I cannot tell if you're fucking with me right now. No, the commercial's insane. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Does does somebody else want to tell him? No, keep going. I want okay. to see. So there's this girl who's been promised in marriage by her family. You meet this other character, mm-hmm. and she has been promised in marriage by her family to this dude who like this is an Applebee's commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who he's kind of a dick, and they're all they're all like sitting around at dinner. Can I can I ask a question? Yeah. Is this other guy Billy Zane? Caitlin told me <laughs> you had never seen Titanic. <laughs> I haven't seen Titanic, but I know generally, okay. generally that Titanic is a movie. Okay, that was a I thought if I started with Fabrizio, you might not catch on for a minute. Anyway, no that's not, to watch to t- Titanic to have seen Titanic. That's not I, the I, Applebee's ad. That's the plot of the of the motion picture you, Titanic. Hand of God, you really had me going. I was like, okay, <laughs> sure. Like everybody is so worked up over this Applebee's ad that I'm like, all right, I guess it's How did Billy Zane trigger this of all? No, Billy Zane is the trigger though. Yeah. Like, I didn't say Billy Zane. No, no but, but, but you but implied him. The, the the marriage plot specifically. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> you implied wait, Billy Zane. You thought yeah. Billy Zane. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you I projected Billy Zane. I did research for this for and everything. I asked your wife what's the most famous movie you've never seen. Oh yeah, it's definitely Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. It's super okay. Titanic. I've never seen Titanic. Either. Anyway, uh, Ryan, why don't you click now to the Applebee's ad and watch it while we record your reactions in real time? Do, do I have to do? Yeah. Is, is yeah. It, can yeah. I, oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, you do. Is it possible for you to explain to me what the ad like? And I'm not saying, will you do this? I'm saying, do you think it can be done? No, because I wasn't lying about the very first part. It's in TikTok form and none of us can explain the dances. We're too old. It's from it's by a, a song by Walker Hayes who joins Ham Grunt and Bert Fornthop. You made three of those up. Walker Hayes is real. Ham okay. Grunt is the guy I've always said is the guest picker on game day every week because there's always some 
uh, I put it in the chat for you, Ryan. There's always some country singer on game day who they bring out and they're like, sure. Woo, look, it's thong break torp. And this isn't like, even up to the level of like Gene truck shorts cutie though. So, so the URL here includes viral fancy TikTok song, TikTok song. And I'm hoping that it is Reba McIntyre's fancy. And that this is a story about somebody trying to like prostitute out their child at an Applebee's. Second question. And I know I'm not in a position to say something that sounds like a joke, but have you ever seen Reba McIntyre's Fritos ad? A long time ago, I think. Yeah. Just making sure. Yeah. Okay. The viral chart topping. All right. Ryan, you reading this headline is pissing me off. That's how much I hate this commercial. (laughs) Okay. All right. You saying the word fancy? my toes are curling i'm so angry i cannot i cannot overstate also this is one of those things where the first time you're like god that's annoying and then it plays in every commercial break for 12 hours this was very much a volume offense ryan do you you have cable or you're streaming i'm streaming huh and and like okay wait i'm on youtube tv and i I had gathered it's more prevalent on 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 via streaming Everybody, okay. everybody who said like, well, you must not be watching any games on ESPN or Fox. And I'm like, no, that's no, I'm watching. Yeah, I'm only I, watching I'm, CBS SN. Yeah, that's right. I, was primar- yeah. I was primarily watching Fox and I saw it 12 times. I'm a hipster. I'm only watching this on the CBS Sports Network. It proudly employing Houston Nut for like Forever. eight years. I Forever. Another for eight years. Until he gets the UConn job. I mean, it's like Nutmeg proudly State. employing DJ Durkin. Um, it does do that. All right. I'm going to click play now. Yeah. It's 30 seconds long. I'm going to mm-hmm. let you know when I pause Feels it. Feels longer. Did we start the podcast today? Yeah. We, what podcast? This is going to be the cold open, I suspect. Okay. All right. Real cold. All right. Let's see if Ryan can wait for the shockingly big butt on a man that pops up in this. There's a dude with some cakes. I was not prepared. I saw an athlete this weekend who has bigger cakes. The jeans think- guy? In yeah. this one? Yeah. I was unimpressed. You were unimpressed. Whoa. Standards for man cakes are higher than mine. There's nothing special there. <laughs> Maybe it's the hip flexibility. I, I think, was like, I think what it is, is it's the cowboy jeans, which leads you to think, oh, that's more than there mm. should be there, which granted, yeah, but it's still not a lot. Lion ass man booty jeans. It's like seeing Hank Hill with any. <laughs> Ryan's rubbing his forehead yeah. and he looks really tired. He's, no, he, he's, he's a cap it. I have, I have trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do have trouble because now we've passed this shit on to you. Everyone has ring. said so. Everyone has said this is a commercial, mm-hmm. but yeah. it is more. Um, it is it is much more akin to like when you're in a jet blue plane and they have to show you like a little advert advertisement or something. It's like when the Delta CEO comes out to mm-hmm. talk about how. I don't yes. know. They definitely yes. didn't lay off all their staff during a pandemic. Or like taxi cab TV is what it reminds me of, where it's like, yes, a product or a business is named. And some of that, the things about those business are hinted at, but it just sort of like throwing it. it I guess the, the thing it reminds me most of is in the old NCAA games when it like cuts to a crowd shot and it's just like, you know, poly, uh, polygon white people holding up signs that are like beat them state or something like yeah. that. Mm. And you're like, See, but it's just that it's like, what if NCAA was just that? 
I love it when a business gets to this stage. Applebee's has no new customers. They're admitting that. <laughs> they don't have to advertise that they have food to people who have not heard of Applebee's. Sure, right. You're not going to Applebee's unless you have already entered that particular channel of personal damnation. You're locked into the Applebee's lifestyle. This is really just feel-good advertising to reinforce and and fight away the guilt and the shame that you feel at going to Applebee's. That's what this is. Like, oh, that's the place with good times where I go and eat my sad riblets. I love the idea of giving up on replacing dead Applebee's customers, just fortifying the ones nope. who are not yet. Dead. We're just building a moat around this sad cadre of people with their that bodies. we've recruited with with good times and good vibes. That's what I we're just, doing. If you told me in a vacuum, somebody, if, if I was at a wedding or something dancing and somebody came up and said, you know what that reminds me of? The food at Applebee's. I would stop dancing and I would feel bad. <laughs> I don't believe you. You have appeared on television as an onion that was fried. Why so, did Ryan just poop on the floor? Someone said this reminded him of Applebee's. And then- so apparently this whole thing was like they, they went on TikTok and they gathered some people were dancing to a country song by a man, which sure. is the worst thing I've ever heard. Sure. Yeah. A country song by a man dancing to it. Get that shit off my phone. But they just gathered it and posted it on TV. And now we all have to hear a country song by a man. Also, all football the- season. Can I say you said a country song by a man? And I agree, you shouldn't dance to it. A country song by two men, though, one must dance to it because that would include Brooks and Dunn's Boot, Scoot, and Boogie. Sure. No, all, all, of, all of this is diseased and fallen. Get it all out of my sight. I don't want any of it. Heresy! <laughs> no, it's, it's oral gangrene now. It's all got to go. We cannot take any chances. It's the only, it's the only way to be sure. I miss summertime love. That's really... Yes, I, that I, was good. I voiced it. Oh God, yeah, that's that should be a marker of what kind of time we're in. Get up, get up, get up. Okay, I saw a Florida athlete over the weekend who has the biggest butt I have ever seen on a man. Who was that? You know who I'm talking about. Who was that? Oh, was this w- was was this the kid they were talking about? Or this he, is the were- kid they call Big Wiggle, and I feel like that's not descriptive enough a nickname for him like if i were him i would be going by like credenza sure um i will get i will desmond watson desmond Desmond, credenza watson desmond watson if you did not watch the game you missed desmond watson who's desmond seats 12 watson (laughs) desmond canyonero watson desmond a380 that's got a drop leaf butt yeah, the, when you take the drop leaf out on the defensive tackle, you get Desmond Watson. Desmond Watson, by the way, is down to 400. He came in at 480, got down to 432. Oh, that's right. What class is he? Um, I believe. I think he's a he is, freshman. He's a freshman. Like yeah. your tiny room table at Thanksgiving, he's only going to get bigger. Yeah, so Florida's got a 400-pound dude named Desmond Watson whose teammates have named him Big Wiggle. Big, Big Wiggle. The first, the first sentence. I just of think his, that's because college kids don't know what sideboards are. The mm. first sentence of his two four seven scouting report: a large, wide hipped body that's well over three hundred fifty pounds. <laughs> that's how you describe like a car. <laughs> <laughs> and and his okay, his player because compa- he put him like yeah. next to a Fiat. His player comparison is Terrence Cody. Oh. So. And he's. he's I love Terrence. And Cody. he's bigger than Cody. Mm. <laughs> surprise <laughs> he's bigger but the thing with cody was is that cody was big like his upper body was real big this dude is like cody had arms that were like 30 feet long yeah like he had inspector gadget arms he did i'm, I'm stuck on the applebee's commercial y'all oh yeah. welcome back yeah 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 you and you will be 
because no. it's not no. going anywhere. You're in it now. Yeah. You've seen the ring. TikTok. I, I, I think what is throwing me is that it makes me believe that there is that like we are in the upside down or in the parallel universe, because I think I think for as much as people you all and other people on Twitter seem to really dislike that this clearly there are thousands of people who are like, I love this Applebee's song and I love shaking my butt to it on the TikTok. I was just That's assuming no this was the easiest way they could film a commercial around COVID because I got to feel that Applebee's are in a number of anti-vax hotspots. This is the problem with you silent majority people. You're silent. You need to say this. With yeah, you need chest. to be you need to no. you need to be more silent because yeah, being I, I, loud is how we got the song. Yeah, I would love this if this song was silent. No, they need to come out and say this with their chest so I can know so we can name you and shame you. That if you're <laughs> like, hey, I like Walker truck faces, Applebee's rap. That's really what I want. Rapple, Rapplebee's. Rapplebee's. Rapple, oh, my God. If somebody dropped it. Listen, I hate Applebee's. Like, really, like, I know that's not even being cool. You're just like, there's no reason for it to exist. It's just not good. Bubba Sparks follows at least half of this show on Twitter. We could probably make that happen. Yeah. But like, if you named a mixed, if you named a mixtape Rapplebees, I'd (laughs) sure (laughs) day one. I'm going out and getting it. (sighs) My life is not better for having watched this. Yeah. You're welcome. I was, I was really hoping that this was going to be like a so bad it's good or a like, what the fuck was happening here? You can but now be listening to me describe the plot of the movie Titanic, but mm-hmm. no. I like that Jason. Jason, you gave the best name for Titanic I've ever heard, which is to call it Titanic. <laughs> Titanic. I'm going did to I? refer to it. As, yeah, you did. I like it. But that's the way I'm going to call it from now on because <laughs> I will never see it, and I will only refer to that it. That goes as in the Titanic. in the Spiderman. Wait, server, have you seen it? Server is a yes. Uh, I have yeah. seen definitely half of it at least, at times. But, uh, I have, you know, what scene I have seen though, because it got shared on the internet with big lols and thumbs up, is uh, the scene where the guy's falling off of the the stern of the ship, <laughs> yeah, and he clocks his head on the bar on the way down. That's the only part of like, actually, based on what I've seen of Titanic, Titanic is metal as hell. It rocks. I've seen a guy fall off the back of a sinking ship and crack his head on a brass bo- brass railing with an amazing sound effect. Where yeah, v- were VHS you when Titanic to- came out? I was not in the country. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that probably oh, so how how was this received abroad? Oh. What is your experience with Titanic as an expat? As an expat? Went, yeah. We, no, went off like a bomb, man. Everyone saw this movie. <laughs> okay. It was everywhere. And and I like that song, that is the only I have the weirdest relationship with that movie because that was one of two songs played the entire time I lived abroad. One was that, the other was believed by Cher. So I had <laughs> I That's was, what it was like here, too. Yeah. So I was convinced, by the way, that America was going through the most like romantic, tragic phase while I was gone. Right. Yeah. And then I came back to realize it was actually just the first dot com boom and boy bands that it all like I came back and they were like Backstreet. I'm like, I have no idea who these men are. Why do they want it that way? Okay, but you were teaching right? you would have been teaching. Right. Right. When so, this happened. Yes. So everybody that I taught when we played charades, which is an old ESL thing, right? They would always want to do Titanic. And I was like, I kind of have a vague understanding of the plot of a movie. So I'm pretty sure we could do charades, but they'd baffle me because in pretty simple, like middle school English, which is much better than any of our, like any of our American students, Chinese, right? They would get up there and they would write, they would go, okay, movie, right? They movie. Okay. They got that. 
Then they would draw the I'm wave. I'm just so glad that Spencer just decided to do charades on the podcast. I am. I'm describing it. <laughs> then they would then they would draw this is waves. Better than us playing rock, now usually paper, usually they would they would get to waves and somebody would say Titanic. Sure. Just like they're like, okay, that's the only movie we've all seen this year. Right. Fuck White Squall. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, under siege <laughs> like two dudes in the back under siege so they would they would write waves and then everybody would kind of play along because they always wanted to get to this joke they would have a they would draw a little sort of rectangle that looked like a door or a piece sure. of wreckage right. and then they would draw this gigantic fat lady on it they would draw like the <laughs> biggest lady they would draw Kate Winslet as like here's Terrence here's Terrence Cody on this Titanic on a door. this Titanic woman right they would just draw this enormous lady here and they would point to her go the big lady this is the big lady the big woman and they'd go yeah yeah okay okay next and everyone in the class is cracking up at this point and then they would draw the scrawniest stick figure sinking with X's <laughs> over his eyes right. And they would point to him and they would go, skinny, this is the skinny poor boy. The skinny boy with no money. The skinny boy. Just basically being like, loser. Cold, very icy cold loser boy. And then they would point to Kate Winslet and they would be like, selfish. This is the selfish fat lady. They're there like, is room. There is so much room on that. She should move over. They've like summed up all of America. In <laughs> I can't see how that could possibly apply to 2021. But the story of the movie, according to the two dudes who always did this in my class, and I would start cracking up, was that Titanic was about a lady who was thriving. Yes. <laughs> it's about a girl boss yes. who dominated, dominated the launch of her successful surviving the Titanic business and kicked a skinny loser off of her business who she didn't need anymore. And we find out in the frame story, lived a long and fruitful life. Yeah. He's Leonardo DiCaprio is the Winklevoss twins. And the door's, fa- the door's face. No, 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 Ryan, Ryan, they could row boats. Welcome to the shutdown full Count it. cast. Count it, got most of it out. Oh, you are listening to the internet's only college football podcast. I am Spencer Hall, joined as always by my co-host Jason Kirk. Uh, Jason, how we doing, sir? Uh, so uh, a couple of days ago, I was thinking about how you know everyone's really bummed out about everything for pretty justifiable reason. Um, and uh, I have a proposal for something that you know everyone could do. It's kind of a group project. Uh, the whole world, really, almost the whole world. Um, that I think would bring a lot of people together, which is I think Joe Biden should announce that we are going to all of us together declare war on England, um, that we are, you know, our, our, our Irish allies are already swimming across storming the shitty beaches of England, our Scottish allies are hopping Hadrian's Wall, uh, and we're all going to liberate Wales. We're just going to we're just going to flatten England. No one needs it. No one likes it. It's 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 trying to you know, it's, it's trying to eradicate itself. So why not? Ultimately, all the problems are their fault. They started all this shit. So I think they should rebrand. We even have our own Helen of Troy in Meghan Markle. But, that's right. Or Harry. Yeah, we, we got we got them out. Yeah. And now leave nothing, leave nothing, leave nothing else. 
evac mary berry and i think we're good i think does we... john boyega live in london we should probably get him out too that's it though that's he'll be worst. fine he'll make it out okay. fine yeah 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 okay. i mean i've seen i've seen him survive uh he survived Lucas, attack before he, he survived be Lucas film, so i guess he's fine yeah <laughs> um we can also by the way make a test you can get out of england if you can do five pull-ups that way we get harry but we don't get william <laughs> the fitness comparison between the two of them is delightful one got all of the conquering genes and the other one is william <laughs> I have friends who are way more into the whole Royals bit than I am, which is to say they are all the way into the Royals bit and I am not at all. And they pointed out in this, uh, in a group text that was being passed around this, this magazine photo spread of, of Will and Kate through the years. And one of them pointed out something to me that I've never been able to unsee, which is that they got engaged right at the moment his hairline hit point of no return. <laughs> Lock like it in. The, the second that man's look started to go, he locked it down. It's like the mountain climber game in Price is Right. Like, mm-hmm. stop. Yole, yole, yole. Airline. That's enough heiresses, buddy. Come on home. What Can, do you think? Like, Harry and Meghan should adopt a college football team. Like, all, all. Northwestern. What if it was Arizona State? They're already I, stuck with Northwestern. No, they, don't, right. don't, they don't have to. Adopt, no, nobody has to take UCLA. Sure. That that's bandwagoning now. Yeah, it's UCLA. Although that is incredibly English. It's like how much gatekeeping do you think is happening at UCLA? Mm. Hey, if you weren't here before, <laughs> no one was here before. We yeah, saw the screenshots. Plenty of good seats available. <laughs> this door is still open. We'd if you like weren't you one of in. the seven hundred here to watch the Hawaii game, <laughs> the you have some Maurice Jones Drew thoughts if you want to get to this tailgate, brother. <laughs> It's just like 300, but nobody died and you all went to in and out afterwards. Yeah, it's called 30,000. 30,000. The race to 30,000 in the Rose Bowl. It's, I, uh, it's an inclusive environment. I have a question about William real quick, by the way, or any one of the Royals. What if one of them just started wearing a tracksuit and a goatee? Like, just like they could do. <laughs> who's stopping you? Like, you don't have to go out in a button down and some slacks. You could just go out and you could embrace your inner chab and you could go out. Princess Anne. Your princess. <laughs> princess Anne could pull that shit off. Sure. She couldn't grow the stone cold goatee though. <laughs> I think I think the only thing stopping you is like um intense emotional fear. That, that's that's as like, usual. I'm sorry. Everything. Yeah, yeah. But I can wear a tracksuit. That's not gonna endanger the inheritance. And if it does, I still want to get the lecture from my grandmother. You cannot wear a tracksuit. I just want to be clear. You are mostly you are most of the way to describing the plot of the film King Ralph. Oh, good. We've done two of these now. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> also better than Applebee's commercial. <laughs> oh, Peter O'Toole's in one. That's how you can tell it's good. There's a drunk driving segue here that I am not making. I Thank don't. you. Yeah, Thank you. I'm not getting boy. it. Why don't we? Yeah. Why don't we get back to a unified a unified path here and talk about 9/11 in Iowa? <laughs> Is that an official? That's not an official shirt. That's just somebody. Oh, of it, course it's not an official shirt. Okay. It is my understanding from the internet that it came from a sporting goods store that is local to the area that does have a license. Okay. Yeah, I I am but sure. They, yeah, because we were reminded they did this 10 years ago. So Iowa doesn't have a license with, say, a reputable, established provider of quality apparel like Homefield. No, they do. But they, they do. Iowa? 
Iowa and Iowa State both do. Never yeah. mind. So have they you, should see, have you seen Indiana's two tower shirts where the eyes form the <laughs> home field apparel? We won't do that. So Iowa and Iowa State, a local retailer published or made a shirt that is says like basically Iowa, Iowa State, twin towers in between. Oh, uh, some gave all. Some brought hot dish. Some brought, some brought delicious Ames water. Mm. <laughs> Ames drinking water. It's just so it's 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 simultaneously very subtle and very not like it's not willing to sort of go all the way and sort of be like, you know, sacrifice for the team, sacrifice for the, you know, it's not it's not willing to say like football and 9-11. They're the same thing. But it's also. Yeah. But it's got two unharmed towers on the shirt and nothing else. Yes, it is. Yes, it is also tasteless Which enough. It makes do that. me wonder what it is positing. Like, is this a shout out to Spider Man 2, the Sam Raimi Spider Man 2? Yes. Yes. I think um, it's uh, sort of a let's remember some things that happened on 9 11. There are many things. There was 9 11, there's El Asco. I just, there was a the guy who bowled 300. About Bill Morrow. Jay- Let's remember Jay- Jay-Z's blueprint guys. came out. Yeah. Litter came out. Um, Lots of there, things. But the, like in some room somewhere, there was there were at least two people who sat down and said, "Like, all right, let's talk about this 9/11 Iowa Iowa State design." Yeah, a number of as we usually say in these times, a number of people had to think this was a good idea. So now <laughs> I want to see the version that they're like, "No, Larry, we got to uh, come on. That's, too, that's too far. <laughs> the planes. That's too far. So what did, what did this go. pull back from? Yeah, guys, we don't even have a passing game. We can't put planes on the shirt. There they wouldn't no have pulled planes, planes back Iowa. for matters of taste. They would have pulled it back because uh, the passing attacks of these teams are largely untested. Also, Iowa's performance last week has ruined for us the other logical off-ramp, which is to say, ah, 9 to 11 is the final score of the game. We're not being weird. The AP poll almost bailed us out because they have ranked, I think Iowa State is 9? Or maybe Iowa is Yeah, but it's 9-10, right? 9-10. Yeah, 9-10 on 11. Yeah, the day we were warned. (laughs) Sure. Is that worse? What if it's the two towers from the Lord of the Rings film series and absolutely no reference to 9-11 whatsoever, but the (laughs) game's being played on 9-11 and it's Orthanc and the other one. I just like Don't tell me. Don't at me and tell me what that is. I don't know. I just like that it implies that your designer is somebody who neither watches football nor the news for the past 25 years, but is only into Tolkien. Hey, can you give us an Iowa Iowa State shirt? I think that describes a lot of Tolkien fans. (laughs) Sarah, mm. I, I, I can. Mm. <laughs> Back to the Shire, to my studio, and I shall make you a shirt unparalleled in its greatness. <laughs> um, there was actually a lot of shirt-related, uh, like real quick. Can I point out a numerology yeah. thing here? <clears throat> oh, please, do. I run a Bible yeah. oh, podcast, yeah. so you're I would the hands never stop of experts you. here. Um, yeah. This game kicks off at four thirty Eastern, meaning, of course, that um, players will be. Warming up, ready to compete uh, around uh, 420 on 911. Okay. All right. We're off to a good start there. Uh, these two teams have played 67 times, which means this will be the 68th rendition. Darn, we're so close. Except, wait, 2020 game was canceled. This is the 69th edition of the Cyhawk Elastico rivalry because last and year was supposed to And that's the best happen. shirt they could do? Yeah. Yeah, they need to get now 420 I'm, and Now I'm disappointed for a completely different reason. <sighs> oh, 
Oh my god. It's going to be a really good game. Final <laughs> score 8 to 8. 8 this is I was so hoping you were going to tell me the over under was 69 which let's for say this it game, is. Yeah, there. That, that's over, that's the that's the total Don't for the series. It, baby. <laughs> I was I was so mad on Saturday when we didn't actually get a 5-3 game. Like I thought we were I We thought, gave it a yeoman effort as a nation. Utah State and Wazoo were so close to pulling it off. It's a real weird scoring game if you go look. There's some real potential score got me there. By the way, shouts out to John Boyce. It was a appearing. great weekend to have John Boyce on Sports Center. It was. It was a great one because we seemed, we came so close. But hey, Utah State, you did end up beating Wazoo. So thank you. I'm, I'm not going to take away credit there. Full full credit for doing the thing you were supposed to do. You gave him a good shot. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, I was going to say that we actually did have like t-shirt related drama in the form of Ed Ogeron. Uh, telling a UCLA fan that he had a sissy shirt, which is the most high school bully thing I have ever heard. That is the out most... of Ed. No, no. Oh, we'll drop my Camaro over there. I'm amazed he found the time. He should have been like poaching players who were evacuated by Ida. Um, sounds like he should have been prepared for a Pac-12 team that couldn't get out of its way last year. Mm. I, I feel like all right. There's always a possibility. Um, Ed just was. Uh offended by the concept of shirts you know like, oh you're wearing a shirt <laughs> right what are you a child yeah the, the strange <laughs> thing in you know in addition to ascribing like toughness to colors like yeah that's dumb to do so while wearing purple right i was gonna like, say not if traditionally follow, the butchest color yeah if we follow this antiquated understanding of gender down the primrose <laughs> path uh sorry to trigger you with the mention of pink there coach uh you, you can't be the dude in royal purple hollering at the dude. And what is, look, it's a beautiful jersey when it's on the field, but in like jersey form, UCLA blue is boring. Also, like, hey, Oxford, come down here with that fucking chambray. The, you panty waist. the sky is blue. Is Coach O yeah. out here talking shit to the sky? Okay, he might that be. Did, yeah, listen, yeah. I've read Greek mythology. That does not end well. Mm didn't end well for him maybe that was what happened i also would point out that he can't be uncomfortable with the color pink because i know that man is at least 15 percent shrimp at least oh like, like a flamingo body. yeah okay yeah his plumage his plumage really should be either a pink or pinkish red based on the shrimp and crawfish consumption now i'm imagining him saying i done poisoning <laughs> now i'm imagining him saying skrilla and charybdis that's i an can't do it that's an effeminate mineral to get poisoned with come on beryllium get in my bloodstream mm, want, no want, barrel's a girl's name i yeah. want we a dying poisoning on this team Not anyway no. <laughs> ucla reminded god damn it i was just about to steer us back to clear air sorry <laughs> ucla promptly reminded uh, lsu that gender is a construct uh, by laying a whole mess of points on their doorstep. Somebody ought to sweep that up. Something that's not a construct would be LSU's defense. <laughs> oh, hey. God, they got pounded, too. They did. They, they got beat up. What I, what I like is that LSU is currently in what is a very bad place to be as a college football team. It's okay to be a bad college football team. It happens, and teams have bad years. 
but it, but where it starts to turn on you is where your famous former alumni are tweeting about you about how bad you are and why you are bad and like are break like I I I saw Honey Badger doing this where he was basically like we suck at this we suck at that we're not teaching this we're not teaching and it's like when you have lost those what would guys, he know about being a successful foot down yeah okay. yeah yeah when when those guys are out there. Piece. Hello. publicly lighting your ass on fire you are in a very bad part of the death spiral i feel like so miami is number one in this regard in the mm-hmm. nfl yes. alumni talking yes. shit about their yes. own school tennessee Absolutely. is up there yes it, lsu that can get bad real fast yeah oh yeah because yeah. i'll tell you that whole like hey listen uh, louisiana we all have a good time and it's all great you notice there's no mention by the way in all of the exhortations uh and celebration of louisiana culture about and you know what we're gonna stick up for each other oh wait a second wait a second is he getting it done is he getting it done that's not because that's not exactly part of the code because here's my thing when when fans do this whatever fans are always cranky and fans always mm-hmm. want to talk shit even ones you know a lot even if they're mm-hmm. right you can sort of like do that but if this is what's happening to you from like well-known LSU former players on Twitter, imagining what they're texting and calling the coaches with, because they can do that. I mean, I would put it this way. If I found out that an LSU player who really liked Ed Ogeron had also texted him a death threat mid game, sure. I would believe that. And yes. I'm sure the two of them would be like, you know, he just gets like that sometimes. Right. He's right. Just, he, gets, he gets hangry. I mean, Ed's yeah. used that excuse plenty of times, so you know yeah. it's only fair. <laughs> if you've ever listened to a Bobby A. Bear post game show, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm really glad those aren't recorded. Any any LSU post game show has some of the most unhinged callers, but they're not loud and they're not super demonstrative. It's just like I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to burn down my house. This doesn't get better. I'm really am, and they're all like true true that's just that's how it's gonna be y'all i guess yeah next caller and they're like i'm gonna I'm fixing to drive my truck into a lake and they're like mm-hmm, i've done that been there brother been there um, gotta fix um, that defense real quick how many stops did the lsu defense get in the second half two one the answer is zero yes i'm holding up the hand all right i get credit for it. <laughs> and, yes, end, and, end of game has one stop lsu's defense has zero in the second half of this game LSU, I'm, I'm sorry. Are you telling me that an L, y'all less is in the pipes? They got to call exterminators. Oh. LSU, LSU got equally defensive coordinated by Father Time. Mm-hmm. I've seen this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that is so, 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 so bad. Because yeah, they didn't. It wasn't even like big plays. They just held them down. Like, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With their tight end nicknamed Glendale Gronk, which boy, what a dangerous combination of words that is. I do, I do like that. Um, that the passing line for UCLA reads nine of sixteen for two hundred and sixty yards. <laughs> hey, make it count. As in, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. As in, it could have been worse. And also, your play action was like your run game was so effective that when they hit play action, the safeties were like, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah just the hook fully in the mouth every single time they play faked. I do also like a player named DTR because I, I don't actually like one. I'm do you convinced- know what that means? Dorian Thompson Robinson, right? Okay. 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 Uh, but DTR may- always makes it sound like they're being beat by some sort of obsolete video technology. I'm very fond of that, right? DTR for the win. <laughs> 1983's best video standard. DTR. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> now in nanny sound. It's only on one side. Yeah. I want that as my first down sound in the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's just you making that noise. Wow. <laughs> Um, I also wanted to say, though, that, hey, at least LSU didn't lose to an FCS team. Y'all want some FCS, FCS oh, trivia? Oh, God. I do. I Please. do. I, I got a little bit of this for you. A little bit because uh, this is mainly my way of saying, do you remember when Washington had to hire an offensive coordinator when Chris Peterson left? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Lake had to hire an offensive coordinator. And he went out and got the man behind the most dynamic attack that he could remember at that moment. Penn State. 2015 Penn State. That's I was right. kidding. Is that really who? No, he that's really who they went what? and got. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. They, they went and got the worst coordinator in the recent history of Penn State football. They went and got John Donovan, and John Donovan's Mike offense. board was right there. Uh, <laughs> like by the way, one of the first things that you see is was firing is a result from uh 2015, which is was firing John Donovan the right decision. Yeah, because he's about to get his next guy fired. Washington played Montana. Montana, uh, they are in the Big Sky Conference. Uh, For the record, that is not an FBS conference. That is an FCS conference. And ended up losing the game 10-7. to Yeah. Yeah, you you lost to to Montana, a Big Sky team. That is an FCS loss. Um, I would have liked to have seen Montana, which I will point out. I was listening to the uh, the the one of the full casts I was not on recently, and Jason what? like Jason said, "Oh, whoa, 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 whoa!" You I know what I know. Okay, no, 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 no. You just dropped the veil. We're not moving on. I only did it the one time. Okay, you listen. No, no, no. You listen to the full cast. Just this one. What do you. you think? I won't listen to this one. What? No, but what do you think of the show? Well, I, what I was going to say is that, Jay, first of all, it flows much better with only three people, for being honest. And second of all, Jason uh, Jason said to watch out for this game. I also we spoke, went we spoke on... several things yes, into existence correct. from this past week. Yeah. Most correct. of it was Jason. Yeah, I went on uh, a show known as Split Zone Duo. I believe they cover either the NFL or the it's business finance of college show. basketball. Yeah, it's a finance yeah. show. Uh, and I mentioned oh, a gambling show, yeah, that uh, the Montana Grizzlies would defeat the Washington Huskies. And lo and behold, that has come to take come to come to play, come to happen. You also said that Illinois was going to it, that Illinois. We were yes. joking that Illinois was going to use to UTEP, and you were like, they have UTSA before that. Yeah, and low. Yeah, you did speak it into existence because yeah. Illinois did the full. I mean, the line on that was like five it wasn't <laughs> we're talking mm. illinois here not number 20 what? <laughs> yeah, what would you do if you saw I'm illinois sorry, that's big 10 team of the week illinois. <laughs> that's right that's right getting and, and, road run and still division leader <laughs> getting motherfucking they could win the big 10 you still. guys meet meeped <laughs> you did get meeped oh god this is imagining Brett Bielema as the world's slowest wily coyote. It's yeah. a beautiful visual for yeah. me. I think he's more the thing they paint the tunnel on. <laughs> well, I'll just let the roadrunner run into this belly. He is kind Bonk. of me colored. <laughs> he ran into the tunnel, even though it's not real. Mm. Mm, maybe I'll try this thing. Oh, no. Oh, my God. He does communicate mostly through letters. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. This is working. Like Brett Bielema writing a letter to Jeff Long that just says "bye." Signed, Brett Bielema, brain genius. Uh, you did call that into reality. I, Jason, as always, is the oracle. Uh, how many other teams since 2007 have lost to an FCS squad? 
a ranked a ranked FBS team. To be how many of them did we graduate from? Oh, okay. FBS. Michigan, James Madison, Oregon State, Iowa. Excellent. Yeah, four. That is correct. So this is yeah, and one. Yeah, this is the fifth loss by a ranked FBS team to an FBS. Did I say Virginia Tech to James Madison? Did I say James Madison? I meant yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. said, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. Congratulations just, to JMU on the call up. I just assumed <laughs> that they had come in with Old Dominion and I hadn't seen it, but I was going to accept that as gospel. And by the way, I have a, there's an attached question to this. It's not quite a, the, one of the losses to an FCS team, but God damn, it is close. What team sent its kicker out on fourth and goal late in the second quarter, trailing 14 7? And then after booze rained down, sent out its offense to go get that TD <laughs> no. and then stalled out and missed out on three points. It could have used in a 22, 21 loss to a non-power five. Uh, team. Hey, no, listen, nobody saw So that. Georgia tech, they missed three field goals. This is probably <laughs> why you, 22, 21 that they missed three field goals. You're trying to tell me they were going to go for a fourth. That would have won the game. Had they connected. <laughs> That's amazing. I, Jeff Collins <laughs> likes to talk a lot about how he how he's a teacher first and I believe him when he says that he thinks he's a teacher first. I I may have some questions about his teaching. Sure. I um like what is have we just been ignoring it because it's Georgia Tech is just kind of a, a hum in the background or is this a, an enormous looming crater? I think so. Like, I feel like we're in year like 17 of like, oh, it takes a long year time. Year 17 to of year zero. Yeah. The gutting of the D option. Like, cause yeah. like, oh, it's just completely for what and you they win without Paul Johnson's they, players. They pitch it to guys who are running. It's completely unlike anything else anywhere else in college. But we're, we're on like year 38 of giving this guy mulligans for replacing an offense mm-hmm. that already worked fine. Yeah, it is sort of the like, um, this is the year I get good at Spanish on Duolingo of college football. <laughs> and it's like, no, and then, and then you lose later. to Temple. B.C. Clayton. B.C. Clayton. That's where you are a year later. George, I will say this. <clears throat> I respect that Georgia Tech was respectful enough of its fans to just get this out of the way. Because the, <laughs> the extreme opposite of this, I would argue, was Virginia Ooh. Tech beating UNC where it felt like most Virginia Tech fans were like, God damn it. Now we have to think about keeping him. God damn it. We don't want him here anymore. <laughs> Justin Fuente, why did you win? Um, so speaking of Georgia Tech and speaking of going to schools that aren't smart, uh, Georgia mm-hmm. Tech this coming weekend plays your Kennesaw State Owls. Yep. Yep. I saw that. That was the, like, is uh, it going to be two in flex, a row? The flex bone option offense <laughs> Let's is get coming weird. back to Bobby Dodd Stadium. Maybe you can maybe you can get a look at it. You know, you, you might like the look of it. Maybe you want to try it out sometime. That'll be another 85-year overhaul because these things just, oh, my gosh, it's unbelievable how long it takes to replace, like, 260-pound lineman with 280-pound lineman. It's, oh, my gosh. slowly carve out the grand canyon <laughs> this is like people who pretend that kansas city and memphis barbecue are different i like how long does it take to gain 20 pounds i mean i can do that in a month come on y'all <laughs> listen georgia tech these you're so fucking good at numbers add yeah. a thousand calories a day then I press know. enter <laughs> I know that there are several Z grade Chinese restaurants surrounding that campus. Go there three times a day. Come You're back surrounded to by Waffle Houses. It's easy to be good at football. This is a waffle home. This is. Get everything. I, you need scattered, smothered, chunked, everything. Three eggs 
and the waffle. Christian Bale did it. I like, mean, you got smothered by NIU. You're one third of the way there. <laughs> At least you could be just proud and luxuriantly fat out there, just struggling and sweating. Our boys will be like, oh God, our big, sweaty, thick boys out there. They'll be just bad, tossing but around. Be warm. I know. I'm so proud of them. They're struggling. They got infected with that option thinness. Hey, at least, nothing cuter than at, a fat bee. At least NIU is in Division One. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. They, they are D one. Not everyone got to lose to an FBS team, by the way. Holy Cross, Holy Cross managed to beat UConn. And you know what? Count it. I don't care. Holy Cross, you get to count that because that is an FBS team. Even if it is UConn who had their coach retire immediately after the game, like what time but is say it? he was going to finish, and then the next day, 24 hours later, they came out and said, "By the way, he's not finishing. We're not going to let him do that." On the other hand, we don't even want him to stick around that long. Something not a lot of people seem to be remembering is that this is the second time this has happened to Ramsey Edsel. Sort of. Do you remember him calling Maryland his dream job? Mm-hmm. Do you remember what happened after that? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he got he got can. People wake Sometimes up. Sometimes dreams. dreams die. Yeah, Jason had the best phrase. Sometimes dreams get weird. That (laughs) is, I cannot think of another coach who voluntarily left his school as a head coach and also later got fired as (laughs) as a head coach by the same school. Like that's a very rare double to pull off. We're gonna make it work. We're gonna come back together. And you got kicked out. Boy, you got you got the boot. It's rough. Yeah, you. you, I I don't know. I mean, I I feel like he's he's worked crafted such a confusing narrative that i think if he were to say i resigned people would say maybe fine <laughs> you, you know like you know what fine I'm whatever tired. just leave fine. How, whatever yeah. you want to call it <laughs> jason in your column on uh on from the win you had the funniest phrase of the weekend which was uh the yukon truthers the yukon fist phrase truthers i think was the exact yeah there was a viral yukon video where it was like uh yukon catch the fever and it was like uh oh i saw an assistant coach trying to get everyone to break down a huddle fist in the middle rah rah let's go it's fourth quarter they're down by 10 points to a not good fcs team and no one's really participating um a uh a yukon account that is really fucking fired up part of the handle is fifth burrow um as as in like yukon is part of new york i guess wow (laughs) wait how many boroughs Never are there? Six boroughs. Six boroughs. Never right? mind. Whatever it is. No, it's the five boroughs. Yeah. Okay. So this is even more confusing. Got it. But yeah, this account. This Yukon fan account posts a longer video and it's like, see, they're all bought in. And it's like, I see a kid smiling. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but yeah, there are Yukon uh, huddle breakdown truthers. We're fucking a- back, baby. College football Amazing. is back there's that was that was to go with the the guy who said hey i know that drop pass by notre dame that was bowden that did it that was bobby that's just the spirit of bobby out there <laughs> oh, in the field. That, just that, in that, time that tweet uh the ghost of bobby also deleted it <laughs> like <laughs> five minutes after ghosts are wily like I that i think he deleted it after a 60 yard bomb on the defense where you're like bobby let a man get past him don't ever <laughs> let the man get deep because if he's even he's leaving bobby Bobby didn't plant his feet because he's incorporeal. Yeah. <laughs> Your footwork tends to suffer when one has no feet. <laughs> Once you're just kind of a floaty uh, the pajama nightshirt. Uh, yeah, that um, that being followed by a wide left was that was a moment of the week. <laughs> Bobby really, is indeed. Bobby, really is Bobby, you're home, Bobby. <laughs> we feel you in this place. Just a word to mention that Mike Norvell really did ice his own kicker who hit a 50-yarder on the first attempt and then got 15 yards and missed the shorter attempt. 
<laughs> oh god okay so the holy cross did beat yukon they have beaten three other teams in fbs as an fcs member all right they did drop from fbs to fbs in the 80s but since then they've beaten three teams three teams do you know who they are how many of them are there temple that's a good guess uh, UMass no. hasn't been up there long enough. No. No. It would be Holy Cross has defeated Army. Three okay. times. Okay. okay. They hate the troops. Yeah. That's, 86, yeah. 87, yeah. 2002. Yes. Yeah. Like, there's, that's the most Crusades rivalry I have ever heard. Holy Cross Army. has beaten Army. Constantine's ears just perked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a an SEC FCS upset. Technically, can I, I mean, can before you get into this, I listen, I have not lived here nearly as long as Godfrey, and I do not have the same network he does. So maybe he will have something more learned to say about this. But Vanderbilt getting fucking stomped by ETSU. This is the first time that I have heard strangers like in the grocery store or at the park or whatever talking about Vanderbilt football the week after a game. I what haven't heard. Say? Oh, they were like, did y'all see what happened to Van? Like they <laughs> talked about it as if as if Vanderbilt stumbled out of a van nude onto lower Broadway. Like, it's more of a Belmont thing. But yeah, it was it's the I, I, I swear I have never heard anyone utter a peep about Vanderbilt football in the like two years I've been here. And multiple people, people who did not like appear to care about football at all were like, did y'all see, did y'all, did you see what happened? <laughs> so it's good for branding, you're saying. <laughs> it's that, listen, the word is out on Vanderbilt football and Holly and I were playing this game on Saturday night. Um, how much do you think a ticket, the cheapest <laughs> ticket to Vanderbilt Stanford is right now on StubHub? I'm going to sit this one out because I helped make the game. Uh, is it over a dollar? It is over a dollar. Yes. I'm gonna go five. Why? Okay. Five it's, it's it's six. I'm dollars. holding it one dollar. It's oh, six dollars. Now, how much? How much do you think parking costs? There we go. Thirty-five dollars. Twenty-five. Forty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's just because Vanderbilt has such a vibrant game day tailgating scene. You're paying this, for the experience. This, this is the green new New Deal. Okay, if you're going to. If you're, <laughs> If you're going to pay, that's going to make them matter than anything. We're this going, is... we're going to tax Vanderbilt football's carbon footprint out of existence. AOC just stands for Anchor of Commodores, baby. <laughs> this is the stupidest arbitrage economy ever created. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to get parking passes at forty. <laughs> then I got tickets for six, and then there's profit at the end of this. I'll get there. Like some. I just love to be near play. Vanderbilt football. Just near it's... it. It's like paying Vanderbilt football proximity. It's like paying eight hundred dollars to fly to Paris and be like, "All right, we're making one trip to McDonald's and that's it." <laughs> we're turning right <laughs> back around. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. That's actually that. If I was a billionaire, that's the type of <laughs> shit you could. <can> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, just sampling. You know, who has got a really good Arby's. Probably Slovakia. Let's give it a shot. Yeah, I'm mm. going to the Burger King in Seoul. That's what we're going to do. So, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, you were going to say that Vanderbilt lost to ETSU. What was the final? 23 to 3? 23 like to that? 3. Fuck. I'm gonna, oh. I, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna quote her Darnilka say this once. Darnilka said it's never good when we're putting together the highlights and the only thing we have to show you is a field goal. Like if they're like <laughs> second quarter, field goal. If you see that and that's your team, jump out the nearest window. You don't want to see what's happening next. Um the good news is, based on what I can tell, Vanderbilt fans are very ready to put all of their problems on Derek Mason for mm. a long time. For a long, wow. long time. Hmm. Yeah. Could have mm-hmm. foreseen that. Yeah, huh. so so good yeah. start. Good so, start. Uh, that the twenty three uh, to three, I use the term loosely. Upset. Uh, who was the last FBS team that East Tennessee State upset? Mm-hmm. The last one. Was it us? You'll hear it. And you'll go. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, Memphis. that's a good guess, but no. Mm. MTSU. No, it is a Power Five school. Oh, it's a Power Five school. Oh. Mm-hmm. Was it us? Yeah, but you'll hear it and go, no, it was not Tennessee. Okay. Uh, it was NC State in 1987. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. 29 14. Okay. Oh, no. I told you it would make sense, right? <laughs> Fuck. This one's pretty easy. Um, there was another completely lopsided FCS FBS game. Um, you have to, it's not a power five school, so we might not have thought about it this way. That would be South Dakota State, Jackrabbits, defeating Colorado State, coached by the immortal Steve Adazio. Just dudes, dudes losing to vermin. Dudes losing to rodents. And, Are you and calling vermin. him immortal because he kind of looks like Frankenstein's monster? Uh, or is it because we can't get rid of him? Can't that, get rid of him. Yeah. Okay. yeah, immortal like a cockroach. He's up in sure. the mountains. He's up in, he's literally got a fort. He's occupied Fort Collins. You're not going to get him out for several winters until you starve him out. Of I don't country. know if he'll be there for several winters. <laughs> <laughs> Football seasons happen in winter. <laughs> losing to the Jacks, baby. They are very That's good. That's a way to make game. it one winter. Yeah. I don't think it's losing to the Jacks. I think it's getting housed by the Jacks. I think. Yeah. Lose it. You know, th- these are, you walked in. These are comparable football teams. All right. Yeah. But you got to be competitive. Yeah. No, they got, they, they got slammed 42, 23 at home. Uh, who was the last FBS team? The Jackrabbits upset. I don't know if upset's the word here. Uh, Kansas. Kansas, I want to say. That is correct. That yeah. is correct. Kansas, Kansas on in the game where uh, Kansas fucked up a snap, I believe. On a field mm-hmm. goal or an extra point or something? I think it was even dumber than that. I think they were trying to good. clock it and they fucked up the snap, oh, something good. like that. Okay. Um, this is why I'm not mad at Kansas for rushing the field after beating South Dakota. Like, fuck that. No, no like, we did not see that coming. <laughs> You have finally winning, defeated a Dakota winning winning in week one is much better than not winning in week one. That's all it comes down to storm the field. Every fucking game storm yes, their field. Who gives a shit? It's, it's fine. Storm no. all fields is what they're for. My name tag doesn't say Emily post. You go do what you want to. You want to go out there and burn the field after every game. Burn I don't the care. fucking field. Every game. <laughs> <laughs> Dismantle the stadium like the Bastille when you beat <laughs> South Dakota. And here come the Jayhawks salting the field after their victory. <laughs> Tear apart the entire fucking stadium and rebuild it. Firstborn, that's a bit extreme. You know what? That proves you're rich. If you tear down the stadium and rebuild yeah. it, that proves you're rich. Texas, Texas? You're giving them ideas. Texas, <laughs> listen up. Now, yeah, we, Aggies, that's how we do shit here in the SEC. Longhorns. Yeah. That way, Aggies, Longhorn I'm sorry, you ain't cutter, you yeah. put your stadium. You need to rebuild it every week. Rebuild you the whole damn stadium. You Fix ain't rich your, enough to do that. I bet you're not rich enough. I bet you don't have the money. I bet you can't do it, poor folks. Sir. Mm-hmm. Longhorns are too poor to slide their giant end zone longhorn one foot to the left so it's centered. 
Too poor. Too poor. I, that's why that's that why they're absolutely insane. <laughs> here, here comes Purdue Pete with his with his giant hammer just taking down the stadium piece by it's piece. Just upsetting. <laughs> with his dead eyes. Look at him work. He never sleeps. Um he's he, seriously, he's like a nerd golem. Just math. Uh this one I don't believe in OSHA. Here I go. <laughs> the the scariest one to me, I, I I thought I would just get a couple of these, and I am astonished. Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa did not win in their bid to upset Iowa State. That would be top 10 team, Iowa State. They did push them to the breaking point, though, in a 16-10 win um, over UNI. How many times has Northern Iowa actually gotten it done? How many times? Has- Against an FBS team? Against an FBS team, mm-hmm. how many times have they gotten it done in their history? Twice. They're good, but I'm not recalling any. Yeah, it feels like they there's a lot of close, but not quite. Uh, Holly so, said twice. Holly said, two, Holly said twice. I'll say four. You say four. Jason? I'll, I'll say zero. I mean, that's no disrespect. I just can't recall any. It is disrespect because they've done it 12 times. Wow. Okay. 12 times. Wow. Everybody does. How recently you to, are we talking? Now, I have to read them because the laughter will intensify as I repeat a certain team over and over again. Oh, dear. Uh, 2016 against Iowa State. 2013 against right. Iowa State. 2007 against Iowa State. Hmm. 2001 against Ball State. 1999 over Ohio. 1998 against EMU. I'd almost not count that one. 94 against Iowa State. 92 against Iowa State and and then 89 against Kansas State, 86 against Kansas State, 85 against Kansas State and 85 they did it again against then FBS Illinois State who later dropped. So we have to count that one. But 12 okay. 12 times total you and I has come away with the head of an FBS team. Don't apologize to Northern Illinois and that is awesome scheduling. Listen to when they're catching those teams. Listen to when they're catching those teams, though. You got pre-K State, Bill Snyder. (laughs) You got Ohio before, say, 15 years ago. Like, these are some dregs. Iowa State before, like, 17 minutes ago when they got pretty good. Listen, you know that dog who goes door to door or the horse that goes door to door? There's a story about it in a French hospital. There's a horse that goes door to door to terminally ill patients and, like, you know, goes and, like, sits with them. And then, like, later that patient dies because i don't know the horse is like the angel of death and it's like you may go now northern iowa is the horse that shows up at your door at the hospital don't let it in because because if they're like hey we should play we should totally play a football game that's not a good indicator for the health of your program northern iowa surprisingly not a home field school but big new saturday still going on so maybe maybe could be What's, what's this week's big new saturday um they're 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 taking this week off um but we just got north carolina so which is proof that Mm. north carolina who took last week off yep home Mm. field magic uh if you'd had home field before last week north carolina this might have gone different that's right that's right it needs time to work idiots Uh um homefieldapparel.com home to the best most comfortable uh most beautiful looking college apparel you can find t-shirts sweatshirts tank tops occasional pants um and i got i gotta tell you i do not know what the weather is like in georgia but it is like you can start to feel it in tennessee it's starting to get here we're slowly approaching hoodie weather yeah it's down to 85 i made soup 
It's good. I'm very excited about it. Um, it's I'm probably due for a re-up pretty soon because I gotta I gotta get some more I gotta get some more home field sweat sweaters to wear sweat uh, sweatshirts rather to wear. Drop the sweaters. Um, home sweat- field cable knits. <laughs> home field. Outfitting the crustiest fisherman of Nova Scotia. Give me leggings. Home field apparel. Give yeah. us leggings. It's just Boston College. That's it. Boston yeah. College gets sweaters. Nobody else. Uh, use offer code FULLCAST. You get 20% off your first order. And um, did any are any did any of y'all get any of the Boise State stuff? Uh, I am still I still have not worn all of my Tennessee shirts that okay, I got from sure. Homefield. I am wearing yeah. one right now with uh, Smokey the dog on it. It says Smokey. I just really like that you can get a um, a shirt from Homefield that says in larger letters than Boise State T dog. Like <laughs> yes, it sends a message. That's I need to get the thing. real star is here. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I need to get the UW Sunducker shirt. I need to get the the fancy lad. The, the sun ducker would be amazing but the sun dodger awesome. sun dodger yes yeah. Folks, you can reach spencer at sun dodger the sun dodgers sun ducker is my favorite deaf heaven album <laughs> yeah that's when the alliance forces washington and oregon to merge the ultimate vitamin d deficient fan base God. This is also probably a good point to just like slowly point out like, hey, Oregon barely beat Fresno State. And it's only thanks to that that the Pac-12 North did not go winless on opening week. Hey, oh, what division would do that? So Oregon's in really good shape, right? Ryan, yeah, Oregon's like, fine. Oregon Oregon's looks- championship hopes are, are going really great. And Oregon they'll probably looks- hold up for at least another yep. three days as look, of this. Look, look, look fucking awesome. Not a problem. Kayvon Thibodeau, definitely not injured. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, Offense definitely fine. looks good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Class. Hey, did you see who UCLA plays next? No. Fresno State. Whoops. Hmm. Wow, that, that's a Pac-12 championship right there. <laughs> <laughs> Two best West Coast teams. The gates to the West pass through Fresno. Fresno. Um, this we can use this as a as a as a transition point. Uh, eventually, to talk about acorns because Stanford is the trees, but um. <laughs> Man, Stanford, just so many punts in opponent territory in a non-conference game that was close, where in theory, like after last year, you think like, I don't know, maybe get a little loose with it. Not David Shaw. Hey man, Georgia punted in opponent territory. It worked out okay for them. That's true. That's true. For now. I guess Stanford and Clemson are basically yeah, Georgia in the had same to get their offense right back on the field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stanford and Clemson both both lost to top-notch power five opponents. Uh and and still have all their goals on the table. Conference championship, um, Heisman, national, you know, uh, makes playoff. Yeah, Stanford, Clemson, same school in all ways, in all regards. Academics. No questions asked, mm. other than the tree thing. Which yeah, Stanford's got a tree, and that's an excuse for us to talk about acorns. Mm. Acorns. Who else has a tree? You know who else has a tree? No nope. acorns. There it is. <laughs> there it is. How Flawless. it works. Fuck. <laughs> Throw it down. Throw it down. <laughs> Jason filling in for Spencer today. <laughs> Thank you. How it works is you go to acorns.com slash fullcast. Once you do that and you complete the recommended steps, you will receive $5 in the account that goes with the app you download. 
Then you tell the app to do certain things, such as taking money from your bank account and putting it into the market. And then as you do that, how it works is the number in your app increases. As that increases, the date of your retirement draws nigh, further and further nigh. So simply downloading this app means you have fewer days to work here on this earth. That's acorns.com slash fullcast. Um, my retirement, it's nearly done. It's, it, I'm thinking about, about good. I'm going to... Mid-program. Yeah, be, I'm done. Congrats. I'm pulling a Randy Edsel. <laughs> I'm out of here. I think I'm good. I'd like to finish the show. You may not finish. You may not. <laughs> I'd like to tag in server in my spot. But, uh, but uh, now, now is when that's happening. Lots of things can make your workouts hard. My biggest opponent, it's me. Usually just, just getting moving. By, yeah. by weight, your biggest opponent is you. I got to move me off the couch. And that's, that's a lot of weight to move. I'm not a small man. But there's other things. You know, you can go twice as fast. You can go one more mile. You can put a couple more pounds on that barbell. A lot of things can make your workouts hard. But you know what? There's one thing that shouldn't make your workouts hard. That's right. Coyotes. Socks. Coyotes. Oh, That's exactly. God. How'd you read my mind? I wasn't going to say that. Your socks. Your socks shouldn't make your workouts harder. Coyotes and socks shouldn't. But your socks, the thing you can't control, they shouldn't either. Listen, coyotes are majestic animals that have had their habitats taken away from them and are now invading where we live. And there's nothing you, listener, can do about that. But socks, you can do something about. That's right. Also, considering the takeover of our cities by hordes of coyotes, you're going to have to be fast. And you're going to need support to be that fast and fit. And that's why Bomba's performance socks are built to be nothing but the most comfortable and supportive socks you will everywhere hit him with the facts ryan well see here's the thing you're thinking like why can't i just use a, a car to get away from the coyotes the coyotes might have chewed all the wires up you chop in that car you try to turn the ignition over nothing on the other hand bombas has their high performance socks with all the innovations and the most comfortable socks that you've ever worn we're talking performance technology with the hex tech I don't know what hex tech is, but I know that coyotes don't know what it is either. It's, uh, it's, it's the same thing that makes honeycomb strong. Mm-hmm. Oh, and coyotes hate bees. Put it all together. It's all there. Um, they've got this great moisture wicking yarn. It's temperature regulating. So you know that thing where you're, you're wearing other socks, shitty socks, and your feet feel like they're sous viding? Bombas don't yeah. do that. They don't do that at all. They've got uh, a nice little tab in the back that, A, helps your feet from getting blisters on the back of your heel, and B, also makes it so you can take off your socks without just stretching them out like a moron. You can just take the, put them on and off in a normal way without inadvertently ripping them to pieces because you did a bad job and bought bad socks. Different styles for different sports and different uses. Um, and most importantly, a thing coyotes will never do because they don't care about the community. For every pair of Bombas socks that you buy, Bombas will donate a pair to someone in need. They have, to date, donated over 45 million pairs so far. What have coyotes done for those in need in our community? Nothing. Harassed them, nipped at them, been complete jerks. Bombas, yeah. the anti-coyote sock. Yeah, coyotes don't believe in charity. And you know what another thing coyotes don't really believe in that human beings have much to their benefit throughout history? That's right. Style 
and comfort. I oh. I am famously anti-sock. I get hot whenever I put on even a simple pair of thin socks. And yet, I will actually wear bombas around the house. The only brand of sock I will wear around the house. Because, frankly, so comfortable, I forget they're on. I've probably been a bombas wearer for going on like maybe closing in on a decade now. It's been a long time. It's been a meaningful relationship and I've never been attacked by coyotes. And it's very hard for me to understand how those two things could not be related. The correlation here is causation and I defy you to prove otherwise. So to combat the coyote menace, I'd go to bombas.com slash shutdown today and get 20% off your first order. That's right. Fight the coyote menace. And that's B-O-M-B-A-S. Go to bombas.com slash shutdown for 20% off your first order. Bombas.com. Get out of here, coyote. Get out of here. Slash shutdown. Um, one correction on my part. <clears throat> Big important difference between Stanford and Clemson. Stanford ran for 39 yards on 22 carries. Spencer and Holly, how many yards did Clemson run for? Two. Four? Two. Okay. Uh, sorry, I respect Clemson too much. You I do. Guess. You do. Dose. Yeah. They, ran, they, yeah. ran, they, ran for, they ran for one generously sized adult. <laughs> they didn't even run for a Godfrey. They didn't even run for a Godfrey. Oh my God, this is the new thing. Did you run for a Godfrey? <laughs> They didn't run for a Godfrey. They didn't oh. get, they didn't average over five yards of pass. They didn't score a TD. They didn't move the ball sideways, forward, or down the field. That is also. There was a lot of sideways. There, okay. There wasn't much productive sideways. There wasn't a whole lot of sideways and then forward, right? Like they were like, oh, let's try the perimeter. Oh boy. That didn't work either. Nothing. It's bad over there too. It's Pat. Like it was watching them test. You could see they were like, mm, maybe this part of the soup isn't hot. Oh, <laughs> the, rap, the raptor testing the fence. It turns out there are no weaknesses. So you just had a really bad day. It good was, fence. Real good fence. <laughs> very, very impressed by the fence. These, these are lively today. Goodness. Hey, whoever built this fence, you should hire this person again. Just to be clear, in this version, uh, all the all the dinosaurs at Jurassic Park are Christian. Well, they already <laughs> were, Ryan. They were made by Jesus. So, yeah. By the way, the lead the lead right now, as it stands, for my embezzling younger son over my believe in the rules, follow the line, <laughs> old, older son, Mister <laughs> Mister um, Mister I'm gonna take it is now seventy four dollars ahead. Ed. Um, I checked that out. I did see several people wondering why the math is inc inconsistent. One, that's because it's me. But two, also finance is a game of flows. It does ebb and it does flow. And right now it's flowing a little bit his way. because Shit, he, he can get five tickets and park into the Vandy game. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing him, he'd figure out the arbitrage that I can't figure out between Vandy parking, the most valuable thing in Vanderbilt athletics, and the ticket, the least valuable thing. Why don't they make the whole football program out of parking? Do you think so? Like every uh, every sports fan sort of does this thing where it's like, why doesn't the SEC just kick out Vanderbilt and add anyone? Well, here's the answer. Like somewhere in SEC headquarters, there, there's like a, a fail safe that's like, don't fire them to lose access to their parking revenue. I I love the I love the implication though that the market is perfect because it says that the market is saying 
what people want to do most and the most valuable thing is to go park at a Vanderbilt game and then boo from the parking lot because nobody wants the ticket. So they go to they go to the game, they tailgate, they boo, but they do not view the game. They just like to congregate without the football, which I think sounds like a really efficient way of enjoying Vanderbilt football. None of the pain, all of the socializing. Yeah, everyone loves to hang out with Vanderbilt alumni. Definitely. Yes. Hey, Chris. <laughs> What's up, Chris? How you doing? Um, can I can I change the subject briefly to Miami football? Always. Okay. It's a good time for that. Holly went no and then yes. So I'm very excited to see how this is going to go. Uh, I want to, uh, first of all, Miami lost Alabama. If, if that is news to you because you didn't watch the game, that's fine. If that is news to you because it's surprising, you should see a doctor. I went back through, I did 2008 through 2019. Obviously, Bama didn't play a non-conference opener or opener-ish. I say that because there are a couple of Penn State games here that are in week two. And I looked at all the opponents Bama played and beat in those years and what happened next. And there's good news and bad news. The good news is this. From 2008 to 2019, only one team after getting beat by Bama in week one or occasionally in week two lost its next game. Most of these teams go on and they like beat, you know, sometimes they're playing a max school that they should beat handily. Sometimes they're playing somebody a little better than that. But most of the time you win. It's not like this lingering effect that like carries over into the next week. The one exception is 2017 Florida State. Uh, entered the uh, Bama game, I think ranked number two, and then lost to NC State the next week after they lost to uh, Bama. Some injury stuff in there as well, so maybe maybe not perfect. So that's the good news for Miami is you're probably not going to lose to App State, your next yeah, opponent. I'm, I mean, I think that it, they've had some, there have been some teams that ended up having really good, like USC ended up being 10-2 and, and and going to the Rose Bowl. So that's the bad news part is that, yes, there are some. There's 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 that USC Rose Bowl team in 2016. There's a uh, Virginia Tech team that ended up going, uh, winning like 10 or 11 games. There's a Wisconsin team that did pretty well. But most of the time, the average right now is that after you lose to Bama, so you already got one loss, you're going to lose four or five more after that. So that is potentially on the table for Miami now is, I don't know, seven, five, six, and six. I don't think that's going to happen because I think Miami is better than some of these teams out here, but also that would be very funny to me personally. So I'm going to like put it out there into the universe and hope that hope, hope that the forecast magic does its evil thing. I mean, they play app state next and then um, they get Michigan state. On who the eighteenth, who looked very frisky against Northwestern. Yeah, that did not look like an unchallenging team. That did not look like uh, a layup for anyone. No, no, no. Um, they do yeah. play somebody called Central Connecticut State. I am going to go ahead and just say that might be the Bishop Sycamore <laughs> game. I don't know this school. I have never heard of it. They are sub fcs like i don't other oh, fcs okay so does randy, does randy etzel coach them as well yes that's, that's will he be coaching them by then it's it's his brother andy redzel <laughs> andy <laughs> that's how brothers work right that's, <laughs> you take you take a really crappy alias and that's how you become someone's <laughs> brother you have brothers you know that's not how this works the u is back the U.S. back they could be you know they could be like 
two and two going into hardcore ACC conference play there. Yeah. Which means- so looking at uh, just to pick a random stat, looking at the Massey ratings, uh, Miami's highest expectation in any FBS game, highest win um, likelihood in any FBS game remaining is all of 62%. Against who? Georgia, Georgia Tech? Tech? Yeah. Or or Duke was the only was the other one I was going to guess. Wow, Duke, Miami is at Duke, and that is a mere fifty two percent. Wow, Massey, Massey is down on the Canes. Down on the Canes. All right. I mean, well, let's, let's, this let's is flip a... over to FPI real quick because they got the yeah. the win projections. Uh, let's see here. God, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, <laughs> FBI has uh, the Canes going uh, winning between seven and eight games. <sighs> let's see here. Let's let's just really. Okay. So what team rankings is working is uh, the team rankings agrees between seven and eight wins for the Canes. So. This, so hurt, another... this is this is hurting Bama's playoff case. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. That's they should do that. Like Nick should send a letter like two months into the season to be like, thanks for nothing, Manny Diaz. <laughs> I'm never doing this again. Weak. They no, aren't. Gonna... They're finally done with the neutral site shit. This is it. Mm-hmm. It's done. Yeah, it's the final one. <laughs> it is. Oh. The next one is like a home and home with Texas, I think. But like the stupid neutral site thing where every year we're like, why did these idiots agree to this? Finally, the idiots are done agreeing to this. Actually, it was like Bama was like, no, we want people to attend games in our stadium. But no one's lining up to take this whooping. You got to oh, come. You got to come to Club T-Town. On the, the plus lights. side, on the plus side. Now we got to see a Louisville dog at, at, at Mercedes-Benz <laughs> Stadium. Watching Louisville get fucking trashed by Ole Miss. <laughs> oh God, the Matt Corral show is so good. It is so good. He does. I like, every- that, I like that people were like, "How did how did somebody get a dog into the stadium?" And my thing is like, "How did a Louisville fan will themselves into turning into a dog so they could stop comprehending <laughs> their football team?" I can't watch this anymore. Transmogrify. <laughs> the weirdest animorph story ever. <laughs> What's your origin story? Well, I went to a game. Fan. <laughs> Louisville fan, just a regular dog. That's Papa John. That's the only way he can get into a Louisville game now. It's to morph into his animal form of shaggy, adorable dog. That is that game. Everything Matt Corral does is irritating to a defense. Even the way he slides, he slides real late and with his head kind of up as if optimally designed to draw targeting fouls. <laughs> You can't Louisville. coach that. You can't, you can't. Legally, legally, you can't coach that. You can't. Like, in addition to being a really great quarterback, he's phenomenal. Like, everything. Ball placement, uh, reading, working well within that system. Like, he, he's a good runner. I don't really know. His only weakness is bravado. That's it. Like, he's going to have a game this year where he throws five picks. Just wait I thought for you it. said weakness. Yeah, yeah. I guess in college, I'm going to go ahead and say that's fine. That's totally fine. He can also get two defenders thrown out on a single play, as he nearly did by drawing with Louisville, who I don't know. Like, I know it's hard to tackle a guy with his head up like that. Like, that's very, very difficult. But at the same time, Louisville seemed bent on going face first into everything in the game. Like, in lieu of actually competing or playing, all of their defenders just went crown first into whatever was in front of them. Yeah. You do you do it enough times, and then they don't have a defense. Which I mean, it's Ole Miss, Louisville. They don't, nobody has one anyway. So, yeah, and that's how you that's how you allow forty points to Ole Miss on opening night. And then, well done. Then you get middle linebacker 
Louisville dog in the stands. <laughs> I'm over here, guys. I'm a dog now. It's great. You should all get ejected and come over here. <laughs> Just turning into turning into poker dogs. Just over mm-hmm. there, smoking cigars, playing poker. Um, I did also want to talk about one more, <clears throat> one more game on the schedule, if we could. Uh, and that would be the Florida game because um, really have it. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I really want to actually like okay. Anthony. Anthony Richardson, like it's it's so hard. I it's so hard to not actually say that uh, we have a quarterback problem. You don't have a. All right, we don't we have two. Dan Mullen's right. You don't have a quarterback problem. Yeah. However. Yeah. However, we have. <laughs> however, we have to get them both on the field at the same time because one of them uh, jumped a dude. And I don't care if it was Florida Atlantic. He said he was going to do it, and he did it. And when you do that. There's everyone in the fan base, sane or not, is going to be like, oh, we could be starting that guy. We could be starting that guy. Now, Mullen's thing is that he says he, he can't operate the offense yet, meaning he misses basic checks. He's probably not seeing like where to slide protections and all of the things that I Emory Jones should, can do. I think that makes a stronger case for starting him. <laughs> He's like, you got to rely on your gifts, son. <laughs> Go on out there. <laughs> what what week do we play this year? Yeah, that's, I think we're coming up in two. Shit. I think we got two weeks until Tennessee and Florida. Well, um, listen, we couldn't pass on Bowling Green, so hunker the fuck down. And now it's time for Pitt, Tennessee Pitt. <laughs> no, Spencer, you got to play Alabama first. But, yeah, yeah. Sh- yeah. Holly, did you see who like the honorary captain is going to be for the Tennessee Pitt game? Yep. Okay. Uh, who's it going to be? Jackie Sherrill. <laughs> Honestly, can he give the pregame talk? We might could use it. <laughs> This year, I'm going to castrate this live panther for you. Fine, boys. fine. <laughs> Isn't that our mascot, kids, Jackie? Kids, you ever seen an eagle get de-beaked? Line up. I'm going to debone this graduate <laughs> assistant right here. God, that's gory. Coach Bone and debone mean the same thing. <laughs> I'm going to make this pencil disappear. <laughs> I'm hiring, boys. Snaps pool cue uh yeah joe milton joe milton only has on the video game console his button says hard pass that's it It, hard pass it reminded me of strong pass it reminded me of ainge actually where it's it's either going it's either going to hit your receiver in the numbers or it's going to leave a smoking hole through the chest of somebody in the front row and there is no third (laughs) option but in Joe Milton's defense when in his college career would he ever have had the opportunity to receive quarterback coaching Fair. Before now. Fair. Mm. Where, where was he before? Just where? Where? Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. I don't know, Spencer. We don't explain the plot. Mm. So he's going to be facing Pitt and um, Pat Narduzzi. <laughs> Pat Narduzzi, who has, if the two hemispheres of his brain were offensive and oh. defensive, right side, a shriveled prune, a tiny little dim pulse only indicating that it was alive. The left side, the defensive side of the brain, massive, huge, grandiose, overdeveloped, crackling with the electricity of knowledge. Pitt's going to put Joe Milton into some sort of like phantom zone type state where he is not going to know what he's looking at at all. It's going to be bad. Real bad. Can I bring up a football game 
believe <clears throat> uh, the Mercer Bears in week uh, week one. They Hell faced yes. Point University, an NAIA school. Uh, Point University, their name was a lie. They recorded zero of them. Uh, <laughs> Mercer, of course, put up 69, missing a kick, and then their kicker posted had to take one for the team. Um, so <laughs> basically the perfect day of football for Mercer played a completely unqualified opponent and won by the nicest score of all um, week two, they go from playing an NAIA team to Alabama. Hmm. I mean, I can't imagine that, that it's, I now don't you're know. Take it, several for the team. Yeah. 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 I hope you hope you liked scoring points. Just like, what an experience for Mercer to go. From, I hope, uh, I mean, can they, I don't know of anyone who's ever done that. Can they become the first team to score 69 and then allow 69 in the subsequent game? Lane Kiffin's definitely done that before. Like <laughs> this is all Lane Kiffin does on Madden every night. <laughs> Why'd you run out of bounds on that two point conversion? You know, you know, you know, you know, uh, there are there's... there's an awful lot of dudes chuckling at this at this every time it happens. Who I'm positive have never gone down on a single fucking person. <laughs> I just want to say that. Is it so nice? Is it, Chris? I was like, y'all, I believe, y'all I talk about Mr. bears. Yeah, all right. No. <laughs> I've read My Boyfriend is a Bear, the comic. So you should you should have to get like you should have to have like a current or former sexual partner certify you before you can make the nice job. <laughs> Thank like you. Somebody, there, somebody there. should just have to like be a like, wristband. Yes. You should yes. have a wristband. Right. Like it's sort of like an affid- like, yes, I can confirm this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. An affid did it. Yep. That's what it is. 